You're listening to a Bored to Death Marvel cast, talking all things Marvel and MCU in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Marvel cast. I am Jay, being joined by Sam Z. We also have the Peanut Gallery and Cat from Shadow Cat Cosplay and the Binge Cat over there playing with his toy. And we are back for episode five of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Penultimate Soldier. episode, uh, labeled, uh, titled Truth. John Walker faces consequences for his actions and Sam and Bucky return to the U.S. Now the question is, do they return on their own free will or by force? Well, based <clears throat> on the thumbnail, looks like it's probably of their own free will. But, um, yeah, last, last episode ended on a quite a turn because John Walker took the last remaining vial of the super soldier serum and then uh, Battlestar got killed got uh, got punched in the chest and yeeted into a into a wall not react to that word. and then John Walker basically went ballistic and straight up murdered a dude and uh, in broad daylight in front of dozens of witnesses who were all recording him on their cell phones. And we had that we had that final shot of the episode of him standing there with the shield on his arm with the blood stain on it. Yeah. Ask the question, how do you clean blood off vibranium? Uh, the same way you what clean it off is? anything else. <laughs> bleach? Yeah. But... Uh, because I just remember when we were watching that episode and, and we saw Battlestar get, you know, hit that wall and just slump over. And Zeke and I both just went, oh, shit. And I had already seen it and I already did my own shit. So I looked over at you guys while it was happening going, all right, where's the reaction? <laughs> yeah. And um, the also Baron Zemo uh, escaped. The Dora Milaji are still are still chasing after him. And uh, the Dora Milaji, especially uh, uh, Ao or Io or however her name is supposed to be pronounced, is pretty pissed at Bucky because he helped helped uh, Zemo escape. I, I love the internet for their memes. Which which memes specifically? Uh, the only Captain America. Oh, yeah, the only. Captain- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is is that random Dora Milaji who kicked the shield up onto her arm? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that whole that whole scene was one of the things that led to Walker's uh, decision to take the serum, because he tr- tried taking them on and they just whooped his ass. And he's like, "They weren't even super soldiers." <laughs> I love the word. You want to take on Bucky before you even try to take them on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just sort of like they ain't super soldiers, but they will whoop your ass. <laughs> and boy, did they! They weren't even super soldiers. Yeah, it was well, and you. I think it was you pointed out, Sam, that there was one of the Dora Milaji just straight up started attacking Battlestar, who hadn't done anything. <laughs> that Battlestar. poor guy, the whole time in different episodes, has been attacked, shot at, swung, at, hit. Like he was the one captured in the episode. Uh, you know, in a sense, it was uh, very, you know. Kind of a snapshot of uh, what life is like for black people. 
they're sort of like the victims of a lot of, of a lot of this random violence from people in authority <laughs> and law enforcement because yeah <clears throat> but then again it was sort of black on black crime there so i don't know what that how that skews things but regardless uh john walker is absolutely going to be facing consequences for for what he did although what those consequences are we still don't know and you know with two episodes left now this one uh being an hour episode and we've got the finale next week it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes and how they resolve the flag smasher story arc here they're not what i don't think they will i think they're going to be a continuing force through the phase four yeah this is phase four so i think they're going to be a continuing force Kind of like a, 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 a regime that pops up once in a while to be the catalyst for emotion. It's possible. Um, I don't know. Um, also curious to know how Sam's sister is going to react to, or Falcon's sister is going to react to uh, to everything. Because it was uh, Carly calling her up to try to get in touch with Sam, with, uh, with Falcon that, you know, Carly straight up, Threatening, uh, threatening her family in the process. Yeah, there's going to be some consequences for that. I still love the fact that movie theaters. I still swear, the chick from the the freaking movie theater commercial is the same chick. Uh, 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 the, oh, the one from like the from the AMC like yes, uh, the way movie. Got, go freckles. I was like, I guess they all look the same to me. I guess I don't know. Wow. Wow, so you're saying that all right? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about what about what about cat? <laughs> uh, you are gonna get it in the neck later. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's so it's been so it's been good having Zeke Zeke on the on the bench cast. I, you know, we are got. We. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. He finally got out of retail, and it was the last breath he ever said. Well, you're not out of retail yet. Ah, don't don't get don't get too he- too ahead of yourself there, buddy. Uh, but yes, so be attacked. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, interesting. Interested to see where this is all going. Anybody else have anything they feel like adding before we uh, jump into this? Well, here's place your bet. Do you think Zemo's going to show up in this episode or the next episode? I think Zemo will show up. Uh, oh, that's another thing. Is the power broker going to make another move? Because yeah. Car- the power broker has been has been uh, gunning for has been gunning for Carly. That's what I think. I think he's going to show up in episode seven, six. six. Okay. Because I think it's going to end with them cha- the power broker chasing them away to make them constantly show up in other movies and pieces. All you know. Going along with that, I think it's not going to be necessarily the Flag Smashers that are the sort of arc antagonist of the of Phase Four, but the Power Broker. Mm-hmm. I know that. And what the Power Broker could end up doing is offering Carly, at the very least, if not the other Flag Smashers, if the other Flag Smashers make it out alive. He's going to put a bullet in her brain, being, "If you do not want to follow her, follow well, me." I, well, if not, maybe not even that. Maybe the power broker offers them sanctuary in Madripoor. 
I can't call it that. I keep thinking Tortuga. I didn't mean to say that name. Okay, yo, you can call it Tortuga. We'll understand, and I'll provide a translation for it. But, uh, yeah, so I think that will uh, wrap up this little intro. So we'll see you after the binge. Hello, and thanks for listening. While we're binging, please give us a like and subscribe. If you want to reach out, do it via our social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, The A Show, Park Hopper 101, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon so we can continue to bring you podcast content. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. Uh, So, before we get into this, this episode had a lot of social commentary. A lot of it. Like, the whole episode was basically social commentary. A lot of it has to do with, like, race in America and throughout American history. Uh, And we are not really the best kind of people to sort of comment on the appropriateness of that sort of thing because we're a bunch of white boys. But we can also agree that what had happened, whether it be now or then, was wrong. Yes, like this episode shed a lot more light on what happened to Isaiah Bradley. And holy shit, it's no surprise the dude is as bitter as he is. Um, you know, we're not saying that what happened to him was right in it in by any way, by stretch. any means. F- fuck no, that was you know he was he was a good man. Just you know, the problem was he was a good black man in white man's America. Well, back in the day where racism was still widely was still accepted and in institutionalized. It was a lot of that. And to, yeah, we're not saying that it's not institutionalized now. Nowadays, there's a lot more light shed on it, but that doesn't mean that it's still not there. there. Um, it's just nowadays, you you know can't get away with it to the same extent, but there's still just a lot of ingrained ways, ingrained ways of thinking that, are, that still plague us. Uh, but... Now that you've muddled around that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to think of how best to, to say it, but... Uh. There's no way best way to the, say it. No. If we offend you, we apologize. Yes. Th- we it are is. not trying to put our moral beliefs against yours. This is the best thing to say, and I, we apologize if I offend anybody. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. So these are all opinions and all, not our beliefs, but our thoughts. Right. Our th- our thoughts to the best of on our the uh, our, th- our thoughts on the episode. Let's and say the let's say that characters in said episode. Right. We're not commenting on current events. We are com- we are commenting on events in this show. I want to say this without. I hate time stamping things. You know, like when I you, get you when you sit there and you put this in a show like this is now time stamped to this period. Oh, like when you use famous words that are only used like a week or two, and then like, oh, that was made in the that was made in the fifties because of this word right here. I hate timestamp things. There's an actual term for it. I can't think of it right now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, it's like I this. Yeah, it's just yeah. Um, But the episode, 
opens with uh, the immediate aftermath of Walker's murder of that flag smasher. As he chases after Carly, but she's had too much of a head start and he ends up slowing down until I catch his breath, which is when uh, Falcon and Bucky get there. And they're like, we're going to need the shield back. So That goes about as well as you'd expect. This is what I wanted to comment on. Yes, go ahead, Sam. I felt for the character a little bit in between because, of course, he just lost his best friend. Yes. His his buddy, the one of the few people that survived their tour in Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, he, his emotional anchor. It, yeah, his emotional anchor. Yes, he's he seemed real off-kilter in general, but when he's anchored with Battlestar... It's like a synergy. He keeps him grounded Mm -hmm. completely. So when he's dead and he sees him, of course he's going to go through a fit of rage. Granted, yes, he did overstep real, real hard. But he had the emotions and the immediate effects of whatever cocktail version of the super soldier scene. Because this could have been a similar situation to roid rage. Basically, yeah, we don't, and we're not entirely. It's not entirely clear how soon prior to that whole sequence it was he had, he had he'd injected himself. He injected it on the staircase. I thought. I don't because know. Because I remember I, seeing the red mark that that moment. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Regardless, you know. So but, it could uh, be but the, enhancing his feelings right then. Except one of the things I not thi- justifying his killing him. No, um, not at all. But remember, remember last e- remember last episode when uh, he and Battlestar were talking about uh, talking uh, talking about the serum and everything, and uh, and Battlestar is trying to trying to bring him out of his funk by kind of you know reminding him about you know you got the Medal of Honor three times. He's like yeah, three badges of of accomplishment for the worst day of my life, and so of he, course and, he's still and, traumatized. And, yes, it. he's got PTSD, but he also from his comments. He did some really questionable shit on that day and stuff that he'd rather forget. And instead, he has three medals of honor to remind him of it. You know, he is a guy that I think had some rage stuff. Yeah, some of it's probably born out of his PTSD. But, you know, I don't think it was necessarily roid rage. Remember, the serum enhances what's there. They say that, but this is... This is not the original serum, not the stuff that was used it is, on but Steve it is, Rogers. But it is it's based off that same stuff. You can't And furthermore, off. remember what Battlestar also said. Power just makes you more of who you are. You really can't say it's based off the same stuff, because that formula was gone. Yes, it was. they took it from... Um, Steve Rogers' blood. Not Steve, because they took it from another guy. Oh, Isaiah Bradley. I took from Isaiah. And even he said he doesn't know what it was. Yeah. It was just some variation. It was it. a cocktail that was close. But I wouldn't even say similar. Maybe 80% more than likely. Because, because Isaiah said part of his platoon that was injected with it died. And then yeah, my part of the equation... And they was, were all just given different versions of it. Part of the equation is Steve Rogers himself. What makes him tick? It was that combination that made the formula 100%. You're never going to get that formula again. So that's why I, I, I can't chalk the, the cocktail. But power does make your inner, inner voices come out a little bit more. I would if, you say. Want, if you want to corrupt. I, I wouldn't say corrupt. Because even Steve 
Rogers may be the exception to this case. Mm-hmm. Is the exception. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe. He is. <laughs> well, you have power. It doesn't always lead to corruption. It's the mindset that comes up. Am I doing the right thing because it's the right thing to my mind? Or the right thing to the public mind? Is it the right thing? Because if a guy is being bullied or picked on, is it the right thing to step up to defend that person? Or is it the right thing to turn a blind eye? Each person is going to give you a different answer. Each person is going to give you a different opinion. We both ran out of the same circumstances. When my wife was being picked on, and you did something, it was either A, when you said something about it, you were picked on even more. And or, and or punished. B, uh, ignored completely, and the, and the pick on got even worse. Or C, consequences happened, which again, led to more harassment. So some people look at it like, hey, if I leave it alone, this kid is going to be better off if I turn my, my blind eye, because it won't be as bad. So in that mindset, it's still, I am doing the right thing. Compared to the guy who steps up and goes, hey, I'm backing this kid. But now he doesn't know what's happening behind the closed doors. So in his mindset, he still did the right thing, even though the consequences are more uh, dramatic. dramatic. Same thing goes with him. He believed vengeance for vengeance. That was his... Life for a life. Yes, an eye for an eye. He believed that was his good. At that point, in time. He, he believed he was doing the right thing. At that point, in, in that moment, it wasn't the person who killed him, but it was one of their group. You hurt, you got, you hurt someone close to me. I won't hurt someone close to you. But, well, I, yeah, that's sort of where he was going with it, and, you know. And in the aftermath, once uh, he went back, uh, well, oh, don't skip too far ahead. Yeah. So while he's in there, I'm feeling. Feeling for him, he's 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 losing himself because he has lost his anchor. He has he's, he's, lost. He is essentially a, he, he is his partner. he is adrift in a. Well, it is it was his partner. So. Yeah, and he is adrift in an emotional in a, in an emotional hurricane. We we see that someone a little more questionable on the morals, having a similar situation to what happened to Cap because Cap did lose his Bucky, mm-hmm. he, or so he thought. And then later on came back, and he went through a lot more after that mm. because he was frozen. Oh, yeah. Came back, his everybody that partner he knew. came back. Everyone he knew was dead. Bucky comes back, evil, a part of Hydra, who they were fighting, and he's he's through a lot, and he still fights through it because he was always a scrapper. He I could do like, this all day. Yeah, and and he he dealt with bullies himself. Now. The question is, we don't know... We've seen Cap through his life, then. Yeah. Through the movies. We haven't seen this character through his youngest times. We haven't even seen what he did in Afghanistan. So, if he says it was questionable, we can only take his word. Whether or not... Because we're or, not, or at least infer that from his from the way the he talked is, about it. Usually, when you do stuff like that, you put it in your mind. You usually go as deep as you can go. Nobody ever goes kind of wishy-washy through the middle. They either go as deep as they go or as shallow. Because yeah. you never... It, 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 there are no middle gears in that, in that scenario. Because if someone tells you, it's like, I got some news for you. My immediate thought is it's the worst news ever. And it's just like, oh, could you go pick this up or this came in the mail. When I thought they were going to call me and tell me somebody's died. 
So it, yeah. it's 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 all in what's going on in your life at the moment and how it's happening. Yeah, it's like the four worst words that you can hear sometimes are "we need to talk." Yeah, that's, that's no, a fun that, relationship. I one. think mine. I think mine is we need. I'm sorry, but you need to quarantine. <laughs> um. Yeah, Zeke is making a making a personal reference there. You know, well, and they, 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 maybe that's for a while. They knew that there was the quarantine. Yeah, we had, we had we had we had the we had the. COVID oh, now we're scare. dating ourselves. That's the word, dating. <laughs> there we go. And we we brought it back anyway. Uh, <laughs> so at that moment, I'm I'm feeling for the guy again. I'm like, all right, yeah, he took the serum, but he went for what his buddy said was best. Take the serum, B cap, B cap, and that's what he keeps telling himself. He's gonna be Captain America. He's going to have the same super soldier serum. He's going to have the outfit. He's going to have the shield. He's, He's going to have, have the power and then and the people, power. people will, will respect him. Yeah. But mm. in that moment, he's losing himself because he's lost his partner. Right. Completely and utterly lost his partner and his mind and his job. He knew at the moment that he had done that and all the cameras were there. And he knows that there's going to be consequences for that. So at that moment, I'm feeling for him. But then when he turns to Bucky... And, and Falcon and go or Bucky and Sam and, and look at him and say oh you're going to try to take the shield from me huh is this what this is about because they had been honestly that he was like, it's, he's fair thinking, for, it's fair for him to think that because of what they kept saying you don't need this you don't deserve this you don't things all throughout the show making him feel inadequate and that's what he'd been fighting and he's probably fighting himself over this that he can't fill Steve Rogers' shoes. I believe he is not going to be the full-on villain of the show. No. He's an anti... He's but sort I mean, of an anti-villain, we're in a sense. approaching episode six, so... Kinda and is. considering what we saw saw him doing in the Stinger, we'll get, which we'll get to, seems to imply that he's about to take some take steps of his own. He's going, oh my like, God, he's the guy from Punisher. Huh. In the Netflix Punisher... You had two stories going on. You had the story of the Punisher, and then you had the guy who came back from Afghanistan. The, ma- the bomber? But yeah, the bomber in, in the Punisher movie. In that movie uh, the TV show. The show. Netflix yeah, Punisher. Where yeah. he was brought back, and he dug the hole like how he lived he in. He dug like a bunker in his backyard. In his backyard. This is the fucking Punisher. Because he is he's not, not Well, the, not the Punisher, but that guy from he, the Punisher. He's not the main bad guy. He is... One of the pieces that are moving the plot he's, forward. And he's... And what it sounds like, the guy that came back was kind of mentally lost at mm-hmm. that point. Because he was... I'm guessing he was put in a prison hole when he was over there in Afghanistan. I don't... We, they, they don't, we don't know exactly what happened the on whole that mission. The whole reason you introduced the character is... Um, oh, you're talking about uh, Punisher. Punisher. Uh, well, we still don't yeah, know really right. what happened there, but it's... What was his name? The, the guy who was friends with Punisher... The, the, uh, there was a, the, oh, the guy with the artificial... Yeah, they had artificial legs, and they had this group of people... Yeah, who, it was like a literal like group who, therapy who oh, thing. suffering from PSD. Oh, that's and PTSD brought, and stuff. So, oh my god, that's from... He was brought back... That's from the show. Like, I think because yeah. he lost... Uh, I think he injured... No, his platoon. His platoon died. And he was brought back because of that aspect. <laughs> Momentarily distracted by the binge cat climbing into a box like cats do. I want to do it real weird. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can see some of the same parallels, but I, I'm, I'm trying not to make him the complete bad guy in my head. Yeah, because it's, it's like we can completely understand 
the degeneration of his mental state. Because uh, they're presenting it in a very understandable way, but at the same time, it's like he is being pushed to these extremes that where it's like, yo, dude, you're going way too far. It's like I get it, but you need to you need to yeah. stop. And they ha- they have a <laughs> sorry the cat just suddenly making the box make a noise there in the back. Anyway, so they had their fight, of course, out of all that, and he showed himself pretty. Pretty viable against both of them. Oh, yeah. My brain was screaming so hard at the plot hole, though. What but, plot hole? Okay. Episode right. one, I think it was. Bucky and Falcon are fighting the Flag Smashers. Yeah, that was episode two. 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 Thank you. Episode right. two. And Bucky gets hit by them and goes, these are super soldiers. Yep. There's no point where they sit there and acknowledge the elephant in the womb where he's taken the serum. Because I think they're well aware of the serum taking because of the fight. But would you say that if you're okay, if you're a super soldier and I'm a normal person, I'm your teammate, and I'm fighting with you, and you get punched by a Mack truck, wouldn't you be going, hey, uh, we want, we might want to warn you, uh, Zeke, that uh, this guy's taking the soldier serum, so be careful. I think he found out after that first hit. That first hit he took. Yeah, but I don't also, know. They that... showed right, right in the last episode when they were doing their, their all, of, all of them were fighting. Bucky looked and saw what he had done, and he's like, "Oh, sh- yeah, he took the fucking serum." And I'm sure they had that talk on the way there. Probably. They didn't show it, show us, but they probably had kept each other informed. But yeah. the fight, sure don't tell. the fight between uh, Walker. And Falcon and Bucky was a pretty kind of brutal. <laughs> it was because Walker because Walker refused to back down, refused to surrender the shield, and so they he's and he's punching he's, them across the room. He wasn't going for kill shots right away until towards the end of the fight where he was just losing it. Yeah, um, was I think it was after they broke his arm because as you know, as they're trying to like pry the shield away from him, he's holding on to it as 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 hard as he can and i got to say the straps that they have on that shield <laughs> are certain are as strong as the vibranium is to I, not stand I have up a to that, for it, that. oh you made do out of the rhinos hide from uh, wakanda no no cuz remember <laughs> the older stuff lasts a whole hell of a lot longer than the new stuff yeah that's you, why yeah, that's but, my original that game boy made, brick that stuff was made in world war Two. World War Two, yeah, maybe. I'm sure they had some upgrades too. They, they had some really good materials that still last. Yeah, but yes, but to hold up to that level of pulling force. Yeah, I can see it happening. I mean, it's wrapped in leather, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's still made of vibranium. Yeah, the shield is, but the but the leather of the strap inside the strap. We may remove it then to put it on. Could still be chain. Mm, yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. We don't know the proper, the full properties of vibranium. Yeah, and would the, they and, made a suit and, out and of would it? Would non-Wakandans know how to weave, weave vibranium into fabrics? No, exactly. <laughs> Leather is sort of a fabric in that sense. At any rate, um, but during the fight, Walker like rips. Uh, Falcon's wings off of his. Uh, I thought he was pack. at first. I was getting real scared because I thought he, he was choking cho- him out. I saw him like grabbing the shoulder sh- at the shoulders. I knew it wasn't like at his throat, I, but I'm I like, what is really he doing? Tell. And I then as he really and tell. then as he started pulling out, I'm like, oh, he's going for the wings. 
Because they smacked him across the face a couple dozen times. Yep. Um, and I, we, I like how they're showing more and more of Falcon's fighting ability. Yeah. He has improved a lot since Ant-Man. <laughs> Probably because of that fight. But more to the point, him? it's like he was oh. using the wings like an extra... Like, him? Cap. We, we did see that. We did see that at the end of at the end of um, could you imagine Winter the Soldier. Could you imagine the conversation? Hey, uh, Cap, I need a favor. Or What's no, that? it wasn't Winter Soldier. It was. I, I need. I need to be trained. Why is that? I got my butt kicked by an ant. <laughs> what? Well, it was a man, an, an ant man, a man the size of an ant. <laughs> um, he hit like a man. <laughs> But you know, like, the, like with the fighting style, like he used the wings like an extra limb, like he used them to like yeah. sweep the legs and stuff. It was a interesting uh, take on it. I'm like, that's cool. I like how he used the thruster too. Yeah, um, to well, like provide the extra the extra support for because the he's wrenching not, ability. Because he's not super soldier. He's just he's just man, mm-hmm. he's strong man. He like when he was trying to use the grappling hook to pull the shield away. Yeah, he so stayed airborne and cool. using the rocket to do it. I like that when he. Flew past him like he was going to hit him, and then hit it with the grapple. All, when he p- flew through, I was like, "That's slick shit." That's 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 smart. That's smart. You don't want to get. I was into like, a- "Keep him airborne. He can't use any of his strength, and he holds on to something." I was like, "Oh well, yeah, that's not going to go well." Well, you we remember when we remember when Steve Rogers held a helicopter in place with just his arms. Um, but uh, the final moment, the final thing that they used to take down Walker, uh. Falcon had the had the shield. Bucky like grabbed Walker by the leg and swung oh, so cool. swung him like a baseball bat into the into the shield as Falcon flew at him with the shield. Oh, we God. all just oh. went, "Holy shit!" That was a damn good combo move. Yeah, that was like straight up there with the fastball special. It was a great team up move. Um, That's and we had we had him coming back to America to face justice or repercussions at least for what happened because as it was, as was pointed out new captain america murdered a foreign national in in broad daylight in full view of the public and it's, it wasn't that's part an, of the mission it was full on international incident and have you seen the boys season 2 i have not seen season 2 yet hey dan did it remind you of the courtroom scene did you start getting flashbacks the only thing I can think of right now, when you mention the boys, is I want to see fucking Homelander standing proud as could be, looking up, as you have this Captain America looking at him, about to take a fight to him. And you, so you want John Walker to get lasered in the... Yeah, he would immediately. just like, die. Well, no, they, I think he would... I you think, think Vibranium could... No, no, I, I think that he would try to manipulate him to make him his own pawn, Homelander. So you have him and Homelander teamed up. You, you you think Walker is going to manipulate yeah, Homelander? You. I think Homelander is going to manipulate. Okay, I was about to I was about to say. Wait, what? No. Use this to my advantage. Okay. And yes. You know what the problem is? Homelander doesn't think that he doesn't need people. Okay. Most recently proven, in the most the last episode of it. Yeah, but after he started peeing off that building, that's why I'm thinking he's. Then Morris might be changing a little bit on that one. Are you sure he's peeing? That's true. I forgot about that part. Never mind. I retract my statement. Anyway, so Walker. Yeah, I just all I gotta say is I had the boys' PTSD flashbacks of that scene while he was getting pissed off in court. 
As he's like banging his hand on the podium. I was having yeah. expecting the podium to break. Which yeah, is me too. Strong since he's a super soldier again. Um, but yeah, maybe he wasn't putting his all into it. Yeah, he could have been holding back because uh, you know it's he's not, not it's, trying to show Nick because nobody else knows. But here's the problem with that: you just got this extremely amount of power. It takes time to get used to it. Like how yeah, that's 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 fair. Like how Superman says. I have to walk on eggshells so I don't destroy the I feel like I'm living in a world made of cardboard. Yes! Yeah, it's like we saw how strong Steve Rogers was in um, Age of Ultron when they're on the Barton's farm and he and Tony are chopping wood. And finally, Steve Rogers just gets pissed off and rips one of the logs in half with his bare hands. (laughs) He got bare hands. I am Groot. I, I am Groot! <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not Groot. He's the last of his kind. It reminds me of when we saw Brian Cage and AEW rip that ladder in half. <laughs> well, well, we sent Braun Strowman ripping the gate off. <laughs> ripping, the, ripping the steel cage open. Um, but so, back, to, back to Walker in the courtroom. Uh, he gets basically, other than honorably discharged, not full-on dishonored, but... They strip I've him never of his, heard of that version. It sort of stands to reason. It's just sort of like, we're not going to full-on say it's dishonorable, but it's not an honorable discharge either. He I don't, counted himself lucky on that. Yeah. If it was dishonorable, that would have been like... I worst. think his accolades are what kept him afloat on that. Oh, yeah. Um, but they basically stripped him of all title and authority. Um, no, no retirement, no nothing. Yeah, you know, it's like you know he is retired. He is retired from the retired from the from the military, but he gets no benefits. Uh, and he he got pissed off. He's like, I am I am what you made me to be. You built me. Um, and you know he finally just walked out of the courtroom. He did get pretty heated at one point. He was like banging his hand on the podium. And, and we we get introduced to somebody else outside the courtroom. Yep. Uh, is Elaine he, from, uh, Seinfeld. from from Seinfeld. Yeah, Julia <laughs> Louis-Dreyfus. But after the courtroom scene, Walker sat uh, sat out in, you know, in the hall somewhere with his wife and she's trying to like... We'll uh, just take it one step at a time. Take it one step at a time. And then we'll, suddenly, we'll this woman together. shows up, introduces, introduces herself as Contessa... Valentina uh, Allegra de la Fontaine. I'm like, that full name sounds so familiar. And so I did look her up in the, in the episode. I was like, Marvel Contessa. It's Madame Hydra. And, but, well, and she's, you know, sits herself down between the two. And it's just, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, and she, Red sea, please. she's just talking at him, basically... Sort of, what was it she she was saying during the, during the scene? Because I got so distracted, like trying to figure out who she was. <laughs> so to, to the effect of, um, he handed the uh, card to his wife and was telling him, "Like we could use you, we could." Yeah, you know, it's like they don't know what they're throwing away with with everything. We know they're 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 stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Everything. And I'm like, huh. Yeah. And then she hands hands. You know, hands him this card, and she she leaves, and she's like, "I'll be in touch. Uh, you'll want to take my call, sort of sort of thing." And he, when he looks at the card, he's like, "It's it, it's blank. <laughs> There's nothing on it." Um. So yeah, that's you know the fact that Madame Hydra has just shown up. You know, we got Madame Hydra. We got just pow- showing up on epi- second to last episode. You know, so I don't think it's going to be Power Broker or the Flag Smashers that are going to be the antagonists for season for Phase Four of MCU. It's still going to be him. 
what you Walker. Oh no no oh for this this show I'm talking. Yeah for this for the show Walker is still going to be an antagonist, but I think we have now been introduced to who the players are going to be in Phase Four. Phase Four's uh, vi- you know arc villains. I think it's going to be some remnant of Hydra. Or something like it. See, I, I, I think the power brokers have something to do with Hydra. Probably. I, and the oh, we we should go on with the episode first, well, yeah. unless you have something to add. I to really that. think with that being with her being said as a piece, that Shield is back because you can't have one without the other. And or Shield pop- gets reformed because of the dot. Of course, may, they're probably hiding, doing shadow work, mm-hmm. and Shield is probably doing shadow work as well. I think well, someone is out there. Shield. Is still in the because no one knew about Shield in the beginning, and then also Shield got smacked in everybody's face, and then they disappear again. Um, I really think they are. If Hydra's still in the movie again, Shield is somewhere in the works. Oh, trying yeah. to build their pieces back up. Yeah. Definitely. Um, maybe that's how the whole Young Avengers thing starts to get formed because Shield basically is like we need to have a new generation of heroes to deal with. A new generation of threats. I was hoping Battlestar was going to live for this and be part of that. Because I thought he was a young Avenger. Uh, Eli Bradley. Oh, a grandson. The grandson of, of Isaiah, yes. Um, but, and after that, we, you know, and throughout all this, we, we should also note that the GRC, the Global Repatriation Council, raided the... Uh, refugee camps and centers where all of the Flag Smashers supporters were arrested everybody and carted them off and which well. just further uh, radicalized Carly because they're like they're, she was like they're not going to stop unless we stop them but here's the other problem she caused it mm-hmm. yeah. she caused her own extra problems I love my brain and, and, and last but last episode she did sort of highlight the fact that she doesn't seem to recognize that she is making matters worse that it's like yes we it's like we get we get your your motives here but your methods are just making them dig their heels in even further I, I love my brain when that happened I was thinking of Firefly the uh, scene uh, uh, sweaty where he's on oh in um, the movie yeah and he's like when you're hunting your koi, make sure they have no ground to go to. Oh, with the operative, yeah. Yes, that's true. When you're when you're uh, when your quarry goes to ground, leave them no ground to to go back to. And that was the screaming point, especially when they start looking like we are the enemy. It's like you've been making these mistakes, these moves, and you think there's no consequences. Every hiding ground you thought was safe has now been taken down. Yes, and, and they and the worst part is. And she doesn't realize that she's like, well, now they're all, they're in worse places. This and that. you put these people in worse places. And she's further proving the point of oh god, what's his name? Starts with Z. Zem, Zan, Zan, Z- Zemo. Zemo. She's further proving Zemo's point, especially much she, that she's, she's not going to stop. Not going to stop. That she's she's not just that, but she's also a a, a, well, a supremacist. Yes, that guy. Well, and it's like the and the GRC, you can you can understand them. It's like we'll take away the support that they have. The problem is, not all of their support is in those refugee camps because the flag smashers have such a big online following, as we as we saw at the end of the episode. But we'll get to that a little bit later because then we get into a lot more of the social commentary stuff that is tricky to talk talk about. Uh, uh, Falcon went to go 
uh, go see Isaiah Bradley. With the shield. With the shield. I liked it. Yeah, I'm not saying that the scenes were bad. No, it's just no, no, difficult to talk. It's, it's difficult to talk about. And that's why I, it's not that I like it because it made what I feel like to be the whole. Yes, it is a matter that needs to be talked about through social media and stuff like that. And through the media, it's like ignoring it is not going to make things better. But the way that they did it this time, I liked it. Yes, it's a, a, a gentleman of color me talking to a gentleman of color about his past. But the fact that he was a hard ass at the beginning. First time you met him, I want he nothing was, to do with you. Get out of my house. This is my house. Yeah. And then the second time he comes up, you know, he's not as mean. He's not as mean. It's like maybe he, maybe, got, maybe even he had a chance to to calm down and be like, I t- I handled that badly. I think it was different because uh, no, Bucky, Bucky was there. Yes. Bucky, yeah, that's true. Because Bucky, you know, it's like he saw him and was just like, you're the guy that whose ass I kicked in uh, in Korea. You, you want to go again? I'll rip your arm off again. The fact that he, he like, don't pull that flag out. Don't pull that shield out. Don't, you know, he starts talking. And the part that got me the most was the lettuce. The lettuce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, he they exp- humanized him so well. Well, it's not really, wasn't he wasn't cool. dehuman to begin with, he was just kind of crotchety. But it's just sort of like, you, they they added depth to his character. Why he's like that. Exactly. Now, this is probably going to piss people off, and again, opinions like assholes, I just wish it wasn't with the same media that we've been smacked our faces constantly. We see it in real life. We see it in our, me- in our Facebook posts, in our media posts. We see it in every form of entertainment. Every form, music, movies, TV shows, YouTube. Please, do do an Asian kid, do a Mexican guy, do nope. something else. Do, I, I know I'm going to make someone mad, and I apologize. Just give me something different. Please. Besides, just this, this drum has been beaten to the point where my ears are bleeding out. Give me just one. Right, you can go back to your drum. Go back to your drum. I have to give me one. One other person, go back to the drum. I'm fine. And I'm sorry that I had to say that. That's alright. Right. Uh, it's, it's understandable. I because just, it's I just really been... I really liked it, though. I really liked that piece. That piece was so good. It's, it's, it's what the whole show has kind of been leading to and, and kind of been more subtle about. A little more... A little less subtle in some episodes than others. Yeah, it and gets, it gets a little heavy-handed. Yeah. And as I said, I, I really like that piece. Like, heck, you could. The actors are amazing. You yes. Could, yes, we're not we're not faulting the actors oh, no. at all. You could, it's the writing, them. in a sense. Them. You could change. Oh, no, no, actually, I would have not changed. I would have changed Sam well, out than anybody else because I love the guy who does freaking uh, Martian Manhunter. I love him so much because the way he, he presents himself, the way he talks, he's always like his roles are he's so really particular. rich. Please. With his, his acting skills. Mm-hmm. It's so rich. So, yeah. as much as I would love to see Sam have this conversation, bring him someone else. Oh, 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 you can bring you got him. The, you got the problem with that, though. Bring him Hulk. Oh, uh, not Hulk. Um, um, Agent, uh, 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 Amadeus Cho. Yes! That would be awesome. But here's the problem with that. When they're building up this show, of course, Falcon Winter Soldier, they're talking about the Super Soldier Serum, but then they're also talking, they're also building the, the Young Avengers with Isaiah. That's why I said... And Eli, it's, yeah. oh, Eli, sorry. That's why I said I'm going to the show. Because his he, mom was already in the movies. Because he's... Te- wasn't his creation of the... His version of the Hulk 
still some of the super soldier, like the Bruce Banner Hulk? I, f- I don't know his background at all. I just know Amadeus shows the totally awesome Hulk. He's the son of, I can't remember her first name. Yeah. But she was the one that was in Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. She developed the, like, synthetic skin stuff. I mean, that that didn't, like, because you still had the super soldier so It's a moment. No, no, that's a, that's a comedian. Yeah. Because <laughs> they stuck with somewhat similar aspects of Bruce Banner. And he was, like, he got caught in an experiment with the super soldier film. They might still have problems with Universal over that. Yeah, Probably. that is that is the that is the thing about the Hulk. That would have been, that would have been in my mind. Would I think they actually got the so, rights back recently. So good because you would have added a little bit more texture to the pill. That you're but adding. then you would be you would be the problem similar situation where we're actually even more on point to current events than what are being portrayed in the episode. I love being ignorant to current events things. I have never caught any of that. You've not caught any of the past months. Stop Asian hate. No, actually, I have not. I, I think I jumped off the ship with uh, Link Lives Matter. Ah. And I, as much as I loved that one, I, after being drummed to death at retail, because you had people wearing masks and we can't wear masks, um, yeah, I jumped off the ship and just kind of went into so, my own so, so, to put a little more to that, is somebody in, in another retail place that same company he works for worked for or is not going to be working for anymore had one of the the blm masks and they took that as oh well we're going to drive people away if they're against that or something we can't have and then they said well instead of just saying we can't have political things or current event stuff on our mask they say no design of any kind of any kind and they give them like panty stocking that literally has some Holes cut out for your ears to put over your face. I forgot about those. Oh, that drove me insane when you brought that. Oh, I was like, I swear to God, damn, <laughs> damn, dude, seriously, this is what this is what it is. <laughs> like, no, we went from that was such a short period of my life. I told to, you, you could saw it blue to mass with the company logo. But we can't have any words besides the company logo. Well, which one is, didn't somebody have, or you have, like something with squiggles on it, and, and they said that's not appropriate. That's oh, not. No, my appropriate. wife had uh, cat face on her on hers, and that was not, that was that was considered appropriate. Uh, Thankfully, she's out of that, out of out of there, and is now working in, a, what in a job where they do? actually do love those masks that she wears. The um, you you get whatever the design is, and then you take that that pantyhose stocking and you put it over top, and if they tell you, hey. You gotta put on her perfect mask. I do. It's over top. I'm double masking. What's I your so, problem now? I so want to wear my Venom mask and you should. Do that. Just have that smile coming through the, the panty mask. <laughs> you you could have. I mean, what could they tell you? Put on the mask. I was like, sorry, the one on top is the one you guys provided me. <laughs> provide me a non-see-through one then, because that one doesn't provide enough protection. No, they, see, that's when they would provide you with a paper mask, which those things are sucking in hell. I feel sorry for whoever is forced. To wear the paper mask for eight hours of your life, you have the utmost sympathy for me. But back to Winter Soldier. Back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about let's oh, talk about Winter diverging. Soldier because uh, after the scene with I, the whole scene with Isaiah, which yeah. was a, a heart wrenching. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful piece. It was Bill. very beautiful. You know, Where, we, and we we we. We mentioned it without explaining context of the letters. Basically, it was explained that while he was 
thrown in prison for 30 years. His wife wrote him letters, but it's they so never did. De- well, he never got a single one. And they told her he was yeah. dead. The and, fact that he went and then back, she passed away while he was still locked up. The fact that he broke out of his cell, because there was five people. Two of them died. Two of them were captured. And they were going to nuke the place. Or at like, least bombard it. They were going to light that thing up. It was like, well, we know, where, we know where the stuff is. They have them captured. We're going to, they're going to extract this formula. They're going to find out this formula. We need, to des- we need to destroy the evidence. And he's like, these are my brother in arms. They are not evidence. Yeah. They, he broke off, which it states a really good, he broke out of security. Snuck out or broke out. I don't know. Like, well, hold on. I don't know that he was necessarily in prison at that point. I think he, he might just have been he, like on a on, on an army. He said he broke out. Could have just been a facility. He it might have been his going rogue like that is what caused them That's to lock him think. up. I don't think was... prison, but I do think it was a lockdown science lab. That that and that may be, and that and may he be. overheard what they were going to yeah. do. And he broke out, saved them. Now, here's the thing that I really want to know and I wish they gave more depth on. What happened? Because he said they're no longer alive. Was it because they came back and they put a bullet in their brains? I don't think so. You know I, think it, I think it was may just have been a case they kept doing experiments on them. Or he outlived them because he said, I was the only one that actually had it work the way it worked. True. And theirs was just... Like a lesser a, version. A lesser or version or it was sugar water. But he was breaking them out because they were like, like we've all said, his brothers in arms. Um, yeah, it was just very sad to hear all this stuff that happened to him. It was, it's one of those things that gets that that is meant to get you pissed off about how he was treated. You were commenting before we started recording. Uh, about somehow somebody saw it early and said, to the point, this is going to be a powerful episode. But we try to watch these shows to... As escapists. As escape, not to literally relive what we're living currently or have lived in our lives and have it just... Put Smack in you in the face. Because we watch these superhero things to get away from it. We watch it to have hope. The, the thing... Hope that... The thing I'm watching now, is not really much hope because well, like the Black it, Death come down to kill everybody in my comic books. So I'm like... That's not hope. It's more just escapism at that point. Well, it, it is an escapism. Yeah, this is just. But we're not trying to escape reality to experience more of the same. Yes. But the thing is, I want to see people with, with, with spider powers. Do I want to see super soldiers. We want to see them defeat the villain. It's like, how do you defeat something like institutionalized racism? Well, that is very with a fist. That they tried, they tried. Evan, because remember, <laughs> he yeah. Sam is over here doing raising his raising his fist in the fist in the air. They tried. Mm. Remember back with the nine eleven thing, they actually introduced cops, firefighters, and they were trying to bring the superheroes. Going, hey, these are the heroes. These now. are the real heroes. So they were trying to bring get rid of. The, they were trying to bring it back down to yeah, the ground that's, level. That's yes, that's how you get. That's how you do it. For Fair enough. Um, but I'm going to interrupt you one more time. And I'll, I'll go stop ahead. This goes back to the same thing that Sam was talking about. When you sat there and you think of the bad, when you hear the word, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. Stuff, anything to that effect. You guys are looking at the bad, but there was a little bit of good in that story. 
a little bit of good. A woman felt mercy for him. This is true. The nurse. The, a yep. woman felt, now, they didn't say, again, we're going back to the same drum. I do apologize. They didn't say ethnicity of whether she could have been white. Uh, you know, eth- like, ethnicity, you mean. Yeah, ethnic. He didn't mention it, so I believe. But this is the best part about it. We all have our own thoughts about that one. But they, they we're fixing it that. We got folks a little bit of the good. She felt pity, felt sadness for him. And commit and said that he was dead. She she altered the records so he can get be set free pretty much. At that point and gave him the letters. Yes, and gave him the letters of his wife before he left. Yeah, and that right there, like, that's why I love that piece so much because it was. It's like there's so always light bad. in the darkness. Yes, so. uh, even if it may be dim and flickering. It's, it's, it's just like something. there is a lot of bad in the world, but there is also still good. There, there are always, still good people out there. There is always hope in something. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> um, I don't like I mirrors. To it. <laughs> uh, after that, you know, after that scene, we had Zemo at uh, like a memorial in Sokovia, or yep. where Sokovia, Sokovia used to be, uh, um, and Bucky shows up, and With Z- the gun. well. Zemo, before he sees the gun, is just sort of like, basically says, I've decided not to kill you. <laughs> because, again, he's so anti-super soldier. Yep. Uh, but he's, you know, he again impresses the, on the whole thing that Carly is not going to stop and she is going to have to get put down. Uh, and you are the, you are, you understand this. This is what they made you to be. They programmed you to be. Why are you making him Russian? I wasn't really putting that much of an accent on it, but at any rate... A little bit, a little bit. Um, but then Bucky pulls a gun on him <laughs> and puts it like right to his right. Or he has it by his side at first and he, and he just sort of like starts cocking it. And you see Zemo immediately is just sort of like, oh shit. I was really hoping he would try a new, a new trigger phrase. I, well, they only get set with one. One full phrase. No, but he had like like a journal that you know. Well, it's more to the point that he was only interested in the in the activation phrase for you know to put the Winter Soldier into uh, kill mode. I'm sure there were probably other trigger phrases. And when he put that gun to his head, I was expecting to say one more phrase just to break him out, not make him go in kill mode, but to shut him down so that he could try to escape. Yes, or at least so that so that he could take the gun and turn it on. I think there's only one because that's the only one that they've been telling us about, especially when they did the flashback to Wakanda. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's like, as soon as Zemo saw the gun, he knew he was screwed because he, it's like, I am up against a super soldier and as highly trained as I am, I am but a man. You know, if he is faster than me. If I make any move, he will just, he will, he will shoot me and he is going to shoot me anyway. And then Bucky cocks it, click, just, you know, dry, dry trigger pull. And then he just holds up his other hand and drops all the bullets on the ground. It wasn't loaded. And, you know, Zemo just sort of blinks for a bit, and then the, Dar- the Dora Milaje show up just and flank him, and Zemo is just like, ladies. <laughs> and so they... I wonder what kind of, Are they going to show his trial? I doubt it. Or we're just going to know that he's in Wakanda. Uh, well, well he's no, not he's like... not going to Wakanda. Remember, Io said that they were going to take him to the raft. That's true, that's true. The one thing I like which that. means he's still alive. Which means they could always bring him back to be a villain uh, or bring him back again. The thing I like about that is the fact that they went from killing one him dead to we are going to put him in a cell and let him walk. I think it may be that... Uh, like, I, what? 
Because he helped? Because Bucky told them where he was going to be, and Bucky explained to them, I don't want to kill anymore. Yes, he, like he said, I want to ask for one more favor. The one more favor was actually the wings. No, but he, that means he asked for a favor away. Oh, that's true. That's the true. first favor I don't think, I don't think we're was about the eight hours. Oh, yeah, the eight hours. The eight hour head start, yeah. I forgot about that one. Um, but regardless, uh, the, it's clear that Dora Milaje took his his feelings on the matter into consideration. It's just sort of like... Well, Zemo also mentioned he uh, scratched his own name off the list. And then, yeah. Uh, Zemo scratched the name out out in Bucky's book. Because uh, he has no hard feelings or remorse towards him. Mm-hmm. And... As yeah, you know, and, the, and, and Io stayed behind briefly to talk with Bucky. And you only miss him for half an episode. I won't miss him though, because that means he's off. The, he's off the chessboard right now. Right yes, now? but uh, he's more. They're it's more like it's more that he's been put onto another chessboard. And that's why I, I, I like the actor they got with. They they really got to do that. Daniel Daniel Brühl is a very good actor. And I was like, oh, because when he took again, when you take the stage and you act like that, it's just really good. You know, he commands the stage. The yeah. thing, the, like I mentioned on a previous on a previous binge cast, uh, what I'd previously seen Daniel Bruhl in that I can really remember was the movie Rush about the rivalry between uh, James Hunt and Nicky Lauda in Formula One. Uh, Chris Hemsworth actually played James Hunt, and Daniel Bruhl played Nicky Lauda, and the two of them didn't like each other at first, but they developed like a respect for for one another. It's it's an interest. It's a very good movie, um, and the and the acting is very well done. But yeah, so I already knew Daniel Brühl was a was a good actor. So when he sh- popped up as Zemo, I was like, oh, that's that's cool. And then here he got to just be the magnificent bastard that we always knew that Zemo could be. Um, we well, can't forget his old transgressions, though. This is true. Um, and then we got more about uh, Sam Wilson and his family. Which I, I think I like the ending of this episode probably the most of all. Bucky comes in to help out Sam mm-hmm. without being asked or anything. Just comes on out. Just shows up to help repair the boat. Yep. Sam is working with his yes. family. Entrance. Because <laughs> yeah. we should preface this by saying uh, Sam finds out that Sarah can't sell the boat because it's, you know, it's, too, it's in too, such a state of disrepair nobody wants it. So it would cost more to fix it. Mm-hmm. And so, what does Sam do? He calls in favors from all the from all their neighbors whom have known the Wilsons for years. Their family, their yeah. his parents that have mm-hmm. they've done they've all helped them. one another out over the years. His parents especially helped them out with stuff. And so he just like I need help fixing this boat. Can I call in a favor? And everybody was happy to do so. It was like a neighborhood coming together to help fix a boat. Yep, you know the Wilsons have been good to us. It's time we did something for them. And somebody helped deliver like a new <laughs> generator or something for the boat on the back of a truck, and uh, Sam's just like, "How are we going to get this off the, off the truck?" And then suddenly, Bucky <laughs> just shows up and picks it up with both Look hands, lifts it up over his head, even and <laughs> sets it down. <laughs> the best way to explain this for people who are old like us: it was a boombox put on a shelf. Yeah, he basically lifted it up onto his shoulder and then just set it down, and. Bucky also flirted with uh, Sarah. <laughs> he just said, Sarah. With a, with or or she's like, smile. hey. Or he's like, hey, I'm Bucky. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And Sam's watching this. You gave like, that eye? Give him the side eye. I don't know if, if, 
have you seen Psych at all? Uh, not really, no. Zeke? No. Oh, you guys suck. I, I get a lot a lot of vibes, like the camaraderie that yeah. can happen between them, between um, yeah, the, Sean and Gus. Yeah. The, I, the two okay, lead characters. I've seen enough of, I've seen enough of a couple of episodes of I know, of, because of it was on to, before uh, wrestling on yeah. Monday nights. No, that, it wasn't actually because of that. Really? I just picked it up. I watched and they it. were on. They hosted an episode I know, or two. Uh, I know. But, yeah, it was just... It, the yeah you the camaraderie and the friendship between the two really started showing in this episode like to explain the like why they why bucky was so pissed at him earlier in the series it's like you could tell the two of them had gotten close at some point uh but then this this whole thing happened and after you know after they finished uh fixing up the boat for the day for the day uh we also we got to see Sam and Bucky practicing with the shield. Well, we also got where Sam basically, uh, not Sam, um, Bucky reached by saying, oh, well, I'm going to have to get a hotel for the night. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I love that reach. <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> it was a very, very big reach. And even, and even Falcon was just sort of like, you motherfucker, I know what you're doing. <laughs> so you're basically trying to just ask already. You. Just ask if you want to stay the night. <laughs> and then he woke up to, uh, uh, his nephew, uh, Sam's nephew, is playing with the shield. Yeah, and he's just sort of like, "Morning." <laughs> like, oh, sh- he's away. And, and they and they quickly put it down and run off. He didn't like be like, "Hey, that's not a toy." He's just sort I'm of kind like, of surprised. He was just like, "Eh." I mean, it's showing that they still have love. It's Kevin also it's also showing that he is starting to let go of what that shield means. Yes, it's because just he like put, he was, he had such hangups over talking about shield. putting a shield on a pedestal, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> which is what? Which well? Which is what? Uh, Sam tried to do. Both of them did. They put it on. No, a no, no, no. See, oh, uh, oh <laughs> I was making a joke. Physically, but I mean, they, they I, you know, Falcon a, physically put it on a pedestal. <laughs> he had it in such a high regard, mm-hmm. and he. I, I like how he finally sat down and explained it to to Sam why. Yeah, it's like this is like a family, and, and apologized to him and handed him back the shield during the. The little training bit before the montage, mm-hmm. um, the, a full-on training montage. <laughs> but yeah, it was just training thing. montage music, man. Um, but they, I thought it, this was a Disney show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was good stuff. And, you know, Bucky's like I've got some. Uh, was talking about how he was trying. He'd been trying to make amends, and Sam calls him. I was like, No, you've been tr- you've been trying to avenge things. Well. You've mostly that he, he became an Avenger for a reason. No, but he was he was saying specifically about what he was doing with with regards yeah, to yeah, the I book. Know. He was mostly going after the the people that you know the bad people that he had uh, that he had, had helped, helped as the Winter Soldier. He asked him if he it, and, yeah, so, yeah, wasn't helping his nightmares. It's like you need to work to help people to reach out to people, you know, things. And it's Affected just affected by what you had done. And and he's just and he tells Bucky just start with one. And as soon as he said that, you and I looked at each other. We knew immediately he was thinking about Mr. Nakajima or whatever, uh, the elderly Japanese uh, neighbor of his. The sassy, sassy elderly. <laughs> the sassy elderly dude. Uh, it's it like, he thinks you're hot. <laughs> I was like, ah. Um, oh. uh, but as for, you know, 
and Bucky, you know, they and they parted not as friends, not you know, the as uh, two guys, <laughs> two guys that had that that had a friend in common who's not here anymore. So now we're just two guys, as as they put it. And they, well, what did they finish it on? Ah, yes, the the, the stinger was uh, was. You don't remember what the stinger was already? Well, are we talking with Walker? Because I hadn't, we haven't, Walker. we haven't oh. touched on the on the full training montage thing after oh. Bucky, after Bucky goes home, and we and there's more before the stinger also, because that's not where the uh, that's not where the episode ended. Because we had the training montage after Bucky leaves, Sam keeps practicing with the shield, and he's messing up catching it on the rebound and and everything, and he's doing his push ups. He's running, he's running laps around. The, around the, his neighborhood and around the house and everything getting better with uh with practicing with the shield and which we, we also should mention bucky when he showed up also brought along a big case that he gave to that he gave to sam and we all know immediately when we saw it that it's a new set of wings mm-hmm. that the wakandans helped provide and meanwhile zeke is pulling up something from spider-man homecoming I'm wondering, because I was doing research, because when we were watching the Winter Soldier, they mentioned the Wrath, and the Wrath kicked into my brain. I thought that was the, the original place for the Gamma villains. It's for really high-powered supervillains. Yeah, the Gamma, the Gamma one's called the Cube, but the, the Vulture was held in, in the, the Wrath. And I'm wondering, because this is in the same universe... And they've always said that, hey, Spider-Man's around here. I'm wondering if the Wrath was where they put the Vulture at. Because they did. That just means they put him... I don't know that he th- that they did. I think they put That's him... Wild. Okay, so you go ahead and check that. Um, but... And after... As, you know, so Sam's now getting, you know, comfortable yeah, using the shield oh. and everything. But then we got... I thought you were me, Sam. No. Uh, but then we got Carly... Uh, meeting with uh, her, with her followers, and there was a there was a scene earlier in the episode where we saw Sharon Carter in her gallery in Madripoor, or Tortuga if you're Zeke, mm-hmm. uh, pulling up a you know you know take, making a call to someone, uh, basically just like if it weren't for me you'd still be rotting in an Algerian prison, and we hear some and I and you could just hear some. French swearing going on. <laughs> as soon as I as soon as I heard that, I'm like, "That's Batrock." <laughs> and sure enough, at the end of the episode, or towards the end of the episode, when we see Carly meeting with her with her other fellow Flag Smashers, they uh, suddenly Batrock the Batrock walks up, sets down a case which has a bunch of weapons or like so like sidearms and some like grenades and stuff in, in it, and he makes it plain to them that it's like I'm not here for I'm not here to be part of your revolution. I just want revenge on the Falcon. Revenge on the Falcon paid. Uh and and she's so like she's... but then she she then t- uh sends out like an alert on her on her phone over the social media network. And she's like you're a part of it now. Uh and we see a bunch of people in like Central Park or whatever looking at their phones and then you know, starting to stand up, and then she just does does a little like whistling, like a signal, and they all start walking over towards her. And then at the end of the episode, as the GRC is meeting to vote on the Patch Act, which would basically send every send all the refugees back to their countries of origin. Uh, 
she uh and while but while they're debating over over all this then suddenly we see a couple of security guards one of them like scans his badge into like a computer terminal mm. turns to one of the others and just whispers one world one people and they all they they start mobilizing and then the place gets locked down and a bunch Man. of you know the computers are all getting hacked we see people rushing into rushing into the room clearly the flag smashers are making a move on the GRC and then Sam uh gets a call from uh Torres and basically telling him you know pointing out that they'd done they'd cracked some uh patterns or whatever it's like they'd noticed these hot spots around Europe where there was a bunch of like social media activity of a certain type just before the flag smashers struck but now there's been one in New York and uh, Falcon just goes, "Thanks, Torres. I'll take it from here." So it's like we know he's about to—he's about to suit up with his wings. I uh, hope they're going to go with the, cla- the uh, new ones, which were red, white, and blue. Maybe. Um, well, uh, hopefully, he pulls up that shield. Because uh, there was a point in time in the comic books where the Falcon did have that shield, mm-hmm. and well, yeah. it was with the red, white, and blue uh, Falcon uniform. Um, but then there was a stinger. At the end of the credits, where we saw John Walker assembling his own Captain America shield, hammering it out in a in a workshop somewhere. All you start to hear is clanging. I'm like, Iron Man, Iron Man, yeah. And then we see, <laughs> and then we see him like we see Walker like banging on some metal. It's just like, what is he building with a box of scraps here? Well, I knew what he was building. Yeah, it's like, uh, but he's not only making his own Captain America shield. He's t- taken his medals of honor. And he's welding them onto the shield. Just sort of like, you know, as a, sort of like a, like, this is what I, this is who I am. This is what I am. You made me this. You built, you built me. Mm. Uh, So things are starting to come, come together for a big confrontation next episode. Yep. Uh, What, I doubt where he's ever going to, he's going to be referred to as that. He'll probably just be John Walker. Uh, But we, as uh, fans of the comics and everything, no U.S. agents, but it depends on what kind of look he's going to go for. Yep, but uh, if I had to guess, beginning of, the, of next episode is probably going to f- start with Bucky trying to talk to his neighbor, and then suddenly shit starts going going sideways. That's right, because it's all in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then shit's going to start going sideways. Bucky's going to be like, "I'll ha- I'll talk to you later." And then rushes off to go deal with it. And I think we're going to close the episode with uh, with Bucky finally t- talking to his neighbor to reach out to him, or maybe he reaches out to him and the neighbor sort of throws him out, you know, as he's trying to deal with it. And then we get the coda at the end where the neighbor maybe is, you know, accepts that uh, accepts his his apologies for what happened. But I'll go with. Kind of that story. I'm gonna go. He's not gonna believe it. It's a horrible joke, and then he's gonna realize, no, this was what happened. Because keep in mind, that's was a long time ago. Yeah, we don't know how long between point A and point B. This is true, but that's why I'm saying, you know, it may be he gets thrown out, or so like he doesn't accept it at the beginning of the episode, but by the end of the episode, he has come to that 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 sort of acceptance. You know, yes, it's reopened an old wound, but Ooh. now. It's gotten to the point where it can actually start to heal instead of just fester. I'm sad I couldn't find the dots. 
there are swore they said like because you know every time they go to an uh, area they say like Riker or something like that. Rikers there, Island. There was New York City. said there. Yeah. Because I, I was really hoping that was... I don't think that's the raft from the clips that we, we were just seeing there in the background. That looked like ordinary prison stuff to me. I mean, so. you got some cranes out there and some waterfall. Possibly, but the raft's bigger than these... There's bloods. Huh? If it's underground, it can't be because there were birds ahead. Well, okay. no, because remember, the raft was where they held Ant-Man, and I cannot take you seriously with, with celery in your beard. <laughs> Sucks to be you because I ain't moving it now. <laughs> Remember, that's what they held Ant Man. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, and um, oh, God, Hawkeye. Hawkeye and uh, because I remember the original raft was in the middle of the ocean. It was okay, and the so raft. and so was the raft in uh, or the facility in uh, Civil War. Yeah, that's the raft. Okay, that's why I was like, oh, maybe it might be connecting the two because. You all know how much of a Spider-Man fan I am. Yeah. I was hoping. I'm stretching at this point in time, folks. You wanted to be still part of the MCU, don't you? Yes. Considering the fact what they did with Morbius, yes. If that ever comes out. Yeah. Along with Venom, too. You know. There will be Carnage. You love their long name for it? I thought they changed that one. thought it was going to be Total Carnage. Is it Total Carnage now? I don't I know. Was, at any rate, um, it was a good episode. Uh, oh, yeah. Gets a little heavy-handed with the social commentary, but, you know, yeah, they're dropping anvils, but some anvils need to be dropped. Just change, just change the formula of your, of your, of your anvil. The formula, formula works. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, add, add a little bit of pepper or, you know, a little bit of something sweet to go with it. But I do like that they are essentially keeping the cin- cinematic sort of quality of, of these shows pretty high it is like we're watching just pieces of a of like a of an mcu movie but it's a tv show yeah shit we're seeing a whole arc of a of an mcu movie but the but the shows allow allow them to do this development and exploration of themes and stuff that they can't necessarily do in a two-hour movie uh so looking forward to seeing where it's going to go uh how they're going to wrap everything up it, at the end of the, at the end of the, the uh, show. I'm more curious on what threads they're not going to tie. Because there's no way. The, well, they're not. They're going to tie every thread down. In because because show. they've got because they've got to keep some things going through phase four. Or season two. I don't know if they're necessarily going to do season season ones or one and twos for these things. People are speculating a season two of Wandavision. It's like that's that. not happening. <laughs> I, I mean, know. they called the they called the the last episode of Wandavision the series finale. That was the title of the episode. That's pretty definitive. I mean, not could, to say that there won't be another Wanda show, but it's not going to be Wandavision. You could cross. You could do the one time crossover with Loki. Because in fact, they've already mentioned this time travel for that one. Time travel, alternate alternate world yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm really looking. I'm really that? looking forward to Loki. <laughs> Time travels smack into uh, what was that town called? Oh God, West Point, West, Westview. Westview. He time travels went into Westview and Wanda looks at him. Nope, time travels back. <laughs> she just goes nope, boink, and sends him straight back out. Well, you, how, did, how did your mission go? I'm not going back there. Or worse, he he gets in there, gets caught up in the spell, and becomes becomes just another happy citizen until she notices him and it's just like, no. 
and sends him off. Oh, she launches him back to the worst point in time when Hulk smashes him constantly and puts him in that loop. Bounces him between, you know, sends him through a bunch of portals. I've been falling for 30 minutes! <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think we're done discussing for this for this week. And nothing. Sam has nothing more to add. I see him over here shaking his head. Anything? I want to add the one little bit of salt to this one. How much longer until this this kind of type of cinematic culture says this is bad? It hasn't happened yet. Because you know we went from Dumbo being bad. Oh, you're, oh, that sort of that to, sort of thing. Uh, Peter Pan being bad, which is Peter next going to be yeah, Peter Pan. Oh, because of the because of the the, the natives. Yes, yeah, the natives. So I don't. At some point that, in our future, that section to me was so insignificant. I don't even remember that. So at some point in our future, we're going to get to a point where we look at this, which is a Aristocats. Yeah, sure. I forgot about that one. Uh, we're going to look at this piece like this and be like, this is bad. This Pinocchio. Is we, we, need, we need to hide. This one? Pinocchio. That was for a different reason. It had nothing to do with, as far as I can remember, <laughs> I can't, with race. I can't, I, I can't think of that being a racist thing. That being one of the, the sick bastards are like, hey, Pinocchio, sit on my face and tell a lie. Hey. Anyway, uh, I don't know that there's going to be any you sort of answer. That's so wrong. Zeke's point was uh, Zeke. Point. Zeke is talking about how we're you know there's become oh, yeah, there's yeah. a re- there's been a trend that people look at old media like Dumbo with the uh, with the crows in the the old animated Dumbo with the crows being like a character caricature of black people of black people and uh, and Peter Pan with the with the depiction of Native Americans on the, on on the island. On the Native Americans, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and clever boys. Yeah, I can't remember the the Lost name boys? the name of the tr- no no. The, no, the, the, the Lost the, boys were the ones that were bought there. The clever boys were the ones that or whatever. There was like the native. I still, I'm, I'm still remembering. Yeah, I'm I'm about. blanking on what the, what they what they were no, called, I mean, but I, I know what you're talking scenes. about. Um, I remember the, and, and, I was and a kid. I just watched the action and stuff. See, that's here's the thing. Is it always racist, or is it racist to the people who see it that it's racist? And that goes back to that opinion that everybody has assholes. Because I have a cat in my salad. <laughs> um, because if when I was a kid, I look at these things, I don't think of them as, oh, these are black crows depicting black people. I'm thinking that they're just silly-ass crows. Just like the same problem that people had a big issue with, and by no stretch of the imagination was anywhere close to a decent movie, Transformers 2. <laughs> Depicting oh, the twins. My, the twins were my favorite ones. They were saying that they were very poorly made racial stereotypes of black people. And when I was in the movie, at no point did I think that at all. I thought they were backwoods hillbillies because they do the same thing. They've got two buck teeth, one may be gold, they... They, they don't know how to read. I mean, I never once geared in my brain until I read it somewhere. And even then, I'm like, but but no. That, half my family's from West Virginia. First thing I thought was hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that kind of hillbilly. No, He's thinking more of the hold my beer and watch this kind of hillbilly. That's what I felt every time they were on screen. He's a they're bumping into each other. They're pooting. They're I, making noises. That was my neighborhood for Hope July party. When we always have fireworks, you hear the one guy, hold my beer, I'm going to jump to the fireworks. 
as we're lighting one of the shoot in the sky. I'm not talking about the wow. ones doing this. Hold on, it's No, we're talking about the moors. I'm going to jump over the mortar and try not to take it to the nuts. <laughs> yes! That's what was my 4th of July! It's like I was there. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all in how you read it. And, well, I... Yes, and, and, and to, to a fair point, the crows most likely were definitely meant to depict that. Because... But if you watch it because as... Because Jim the, Crow. That's because of the time. Yes, that too. The time is the, the worst part. But as a kid watching these movies, I don't repeat it. I don't see it in real life. I don't pull it and take it into my world and say that's how well, I'm going to be. That's a black person. That's that's an Indian. That's this and that's that. No. God help us be able to do Space Jam too. <laughs> uh, at any rate. Anyway, that um, we yeah, gone on long enough. But going but going back going back to, you know, again with what Zeke was asking, you know, when are, when is this sort of like going back and looking at old media to find stuff that triggers us thing going to stop. It's not ever going to stop. This is always going to be a thing. I blame Sonic the Hedgehog for it. What? What, the, the, what, the recent movie? Yes. Because the fans spoke up loud enough and the studio went, holy shit, they are white. Sonic looks like ass. We are going to change it. I personally think that the trailer was deliberately made to look that way. You're so that they conspiracy could, umbrella. I I do believe that, that that there's no way that they would have they would have pulled that they would have pulled have something you like that. Have seen the movies like I don't know uh, Monster Hunter? Yes. Here's, here's the problem. I, I agree with him because Monster Hunter had a lot of backlash for it because it's a very beloved franchise, and they done fucked it up and they didn't listen to the fans. So with Sonic, I I can't. I was in, I was in that camp originally too until I read a lot more into it. The original people who did the uh, the Sonic animation fired. They had to bring on a whole new crew, and they got fired as well afterwards. Hmm. But I blame they got I, fucked. I blame the I, Sonic I, admittedly, I know little about all this all this drama going on with with that. I because I don't spend a whole lot of time on social media. I blame that I because that's where everybody started going. If we speak loud enough, we will change the world. And then they started laughing evilly. Well, some of them probably did. I don't doubt that social media can be a can be a uh, good platform to try to generate change. The question is the question is whether all change is good. What, what is that quote from uh, Jurassic Park? Uh, you guys you, are so, they, they, they're so wrapped up in whether or not you could, you didn't th- stop to think whether or not you should. Yes, best line ever. Yes. But yes, uh, I think we're done now talking uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier for this week. We've got <laughs> we almost turned this into a ramble cast for almost at an hour and a half, so we're gonna go ahead and. Not normal, Angel. Fine. They know we, we, we spent, we go off track once in a while. Yes, this is true, but we try to generally keep the usual stuff down to like an hour or so, and go longer for. Uh, more ramble casts, or if we've got uh, road on on hand. Well, now we're <laughs> rambling about a ramble. Cast. Okay, yeah, we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up now. So, bye for, guys. <laughs> for Later. Zeke and Sam, I am Jay, I'm Sam. and we'll see you next no, week. Zeke. We'll I'm see you Sam. next week. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.